Welcome back to the conversation here on Workplace Evolved. My name is Hartley Parent. This month, we're connecting with various industry leaders and executives, people of all walks of life, uh, to discuss the ongoing evolution of not only how to implement change, but also how to embrace it. Stirring the pot, we'll call it. As my dad always says, the one thing you can always count on in life is change. And to help push that notion a little further today, I'm joined by Sean Freeman, CEO and founder of TWT Group in Calgary. Welcome to Workplace Evolved, Sean. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks for uh, taking the time out to chat with us while you're here in town. Thanks, Hartley. Do you want to tell our listeners about what is TWT Group and what do you folks do there? Uh, TWT Group is a fully managed IT company uh, based in Calgary, Alberta. And uh, basically, we're the outsourced IT department for small, medium businesses. Uh, We handle everything from support all the way to cloud infrastructure strategy. And um, what's what's your background like? Uh, what got you into uh, the IT, the world of IT? Uh, I took uh, computer science in university, so I was sort of a, a computer geek since I've been a, since I was a teenager, and uh, so it's always been my passion. I uh, got into it right uh, right into school, and then um, started jobs in uh, you know various oil and gas, as big in in the Calgary area, and uh, did that. Well, I was in school and then after school, and uh, finally just decided to take the leap and start my own company. Cool. Very cool. And uh, a good bulk of, of your business is is done in the Calgary area. I imagine a lot of your a lot of your clients come from, from that, that yeah. neck of the woods. The majority, yeah, the majority of our business is in Calgary. We do service some companies with a national presence. Uh, most of them are headquartered out of Calgary, though. Okay. Gotcha. Perfect. Um, so on this this episode of Workplace Evolve, we're, we're talking about the idea of, of implementing and embracing change. Change being, changes is all around us everywhere. I mean, every day we have little changes, big changes in life, um, and, and just kind of talk about the, the notion of, of why it's why it's important to 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 understand change uh, that change is a constant and um it's why it's important to get behind the idea of change um so i'm just going to jump into some questions i've got here for you uh according to an article published back in 2016 on inc.com titled five ways to embrace change in life and at work the author goes on to uh, reiterate that change is the only constant in life and although it's something we all know, it's also something we often struggle with accepting, even though daily change happens all around us. Why do you suppose that is? Um, I think it's, it's just because it forces us out of our comfort zone. Um, you need to kind of relook at what you're doing and how you're doing things and learn something new and then also figure out if it's worth implementing and, you know, what the downsides are because every change has some pros and usually some cons and do the pros outweigh the cons and just spending that time it's it's effort to to keep on top of it the unknown might be the the fear factor right eh? yeah 100 percent. right and uh, actually that's that kind of go into my next question here what in your opinion or experiences are the main reasons that people fear change is it simply a fear of the unknown or do you suppose it goes deeper yeah i think it's definitely um a fear of the unknown for sure uh, i think it's also uh you know, as your business and your life kind of progresses, I think you maybe even looking in at myself, like sometimes you get lazy. Um, so, and you just want to keep doing what you've been doing. It's worked. Uh, you don't want to rock the boat too much. Um, so it's human nature. I think part of it too. Um, not just fearing the unknown, but maybe just kind of taking the easy road sometimes. And, um, yeah. Yeah. No. And, and, and I, and I, I hear you. I mean, I've, I've, 
I've changed my career many a time. And as I imagine a lot of people have, I mean, very, very unlikely is it now that in today's day and age, do you end up sticking with the same job or the same career path for, you know, umpteen years or whatever it is. A lot of people do a lot of pivoting, but it's important to, to recognize that, you know, there's options out there for people, you know, if you are thinking about changing, you know, maybe there's, there's stuff you can do. Um, I've been told you're the type of person, um, I don't know you too well, we just met today, um, but uh, I, told, I was told that you're, you're the type of person who's not afraid to, uh, to speak their mind and say what needs to be said. What was it about your previous experiences that made you want to do things differently in your career in that sense, and why is implementing change so important for you? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I guess my reputation precedes me. Um, I think definitely with technology, it's changing so rapidly. And if you don't keep up and you don't say what needs to be said at the time, uh, you can miss a lot of opportunity. Um, and I've found even in our business, we've we put in one system, had it for two months, and put in a new one, just because the new, the new one didn't exist two months prior. Right. And it's you know five times better. Um, it took us a lot of effort to change those systems, but uh, you know it still made sense. I try to really look at you know, what's the right thing to do rather than what's the easy thing to do and kind of balance those two, but also always favor the right thing, you know, really take that route whenever possible, even if it is going to take me, you know, three weeks to implement versus just stay the same. How do you know if it's the right thing to do? I think with technology nowadays, it's getting easier and easier to just test things out. Okay. Try them out, right? You can sign up for a trial or, you know, use it for 30 days and, and see if it works. And that really helps also just reaching out to colleagues, asking people, hey, have you used this tool before? Uh, Often you'll be able to find somebody who has, especially if you've kind of been in networks and built the right networks that you're you're talking to people that are going through the same problems all the time as you. Um, And there's lots of those out there to, to help you out. And, you know, Reddit's a great one. Just jump on there, find a subreddit and somebody will be able to answer your question and and give you any insight, right? So you can use that kind of knowledge to make your decision. There's a forum on virtually everything out there now yeah. that anybody has inquired about. There's there's somewhere on the internet, there's a there's a question for it. And usually, hopefully, there's an answer for it too, right? Um, no, that's that's true. And I guess it's funny, you know, I mean, we, we talk about change and, and the change that can happen in life. And you, you're in the technology industry, I mean, as, as are we, but you're, you're from the, you know, the technical support side of it. And I think to myself, like, technology has changed so rapidly in the past, let's say even 10, 20 years. You know, if I go back to the 90s and I think about the first computer I had and that computer was, it was always the, you could buy a computer six months, a year later, but at that point it would, the previous one would be outdated or you'd buy something and already it's being outdated while you're in the process of purchasing it. I don't think it's so much the case now, you know, a lot of us, I mean, um, I'm not going to plug any one company, but you know, laptops are pretty, pretty common. I think, you know, I mean, we've kind of plateaued in that sense, but on the other end, you've got all these different companies emerging. The SaaS technology companies are, are blowing up. And, you know, I think it's, it's a lot to, I don't really have a question for you, but I just find it yeah. very interesting about keeping up with all these, um, you know, advance in technology. It's, it's, it, it must be a lot the day to day, you know? I totally agree. Yeah. I think recently I've been telling people like three years ago, we were, our job was to troubleshoot, you know, Windows 8 because it had so many issues. Yeah. And now there's Windows 10, there's Mac coming out, and they're all very stable. And, you know, a lot of cloud services and SaaS applications are, are really 
easy and they work. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what's our job now? Our job is security. Three years ago, ransomware wasn't very, very prevalent. It was just starting to come out. And so now we really have to spend a lot of time keeping data secure, privacy, making sure you have those strategic disaster recovery plans. Even if you're a 10 person little company, right? Uh, It's now a necessity. And you're constantly learning, I assume, like new stuff all the time because being in at the heart of the technology sector and and you, in order to help people, you obviously have to continuously learn about new programs and new technology all the time, right? To be able to, you know, implement that help, right? Yeah, hundred percent. A lot of things are going subscription based, right? So Mm -hmm. you, there's always a new version and you always get the new version, but there's always new features. There's always new uh, new things you need to protect, um, new data you have to take care of. You know, our clients are using more and more SaaS applications, but, you know, who's backing up that data? Uh, if they have compliance issues, are they covered? There's a lot more detail you have to look into, you know, because there's the the shadow IT. You know, you could have all your employees, you know, you have servers, you have cloud stuff set up, but then everybody's just using Dropbox. Right. And is your data safe? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> so much for all that stuff, huh? Yeah. Can't, you can't really control what, you know, the individual does. You can have the processes and, and, and systems in place. But when it comes down to it, you know, you got to kind of account for all the variables, right? Yeah, and you still have to keep it easy to use, right? Because if the technology is not easy to use, then your employees aren't, they're just not going to use it. Then they're going to use something and else. They'll and they'll go back to pen and paper or yeah. faxing stuff. <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah. That same article from the first question um, at uh, was published in 2016 on Inc.com titled Five Ways to Embrace Change in Life and Work. The author then goes on to explain that it's better to initiate changes with our own free will rather than let change find us. As we teeter on the brink of the fourth industrial revolution, would you agree with that notion? Um, or perhaps why is it important not to wait for the change to find us? Yeah, I think I think the key with that is that by the time the change finds you, it's almost too late. And there's probably a competitor out there that's already found it and been taking advantage of it for a while. Um, so you're already behind the, the eight ball, right, when you get going. Um, so if you can kind of keep your eyes out and actually spend some active time looking for new ways to do things um, and and testing them out and, you know, really just dedicating that time to, to look at everything that's new out there and, and sort of filter out what's worth going down the path and looking into further, then you'll set yourself up for success in the future. And you can be, you can have that competitive edge, whether it's for a month or six months or maybe a year yeah. <laughs> uh, in some very uh, minor cases. But yeah, I think that's sort of the key is just to, to be able to get ahead of it. Don't, uh, don't just accept that what you're using now is going to be the end all for whatever that is. You know, there's probably going to be a new version or an updated software or what have you, you know, you just can't accept that. Okay. I've learned this. I've mastered this. Now I don't need to know anything else. No, I, th- I think it's the opposite. I think yeah. you need to accept that you're, you're not going to be using what you're using right now yeah. and it will evolve. Uh, and then having that mindset kind of keeping a broad view of, okay, well, what are the things going on? And at least if you have them in your head and you, you keep an eye out for them, then when the time is right, and a lot of technologies are like this, the time isn't always right when you first find out about it. Uh, and that could be an internal thing. That could be, you know, product maturity thing. Maybe it doesn't have a few features you must have. Um, you know, I, th- I think I've got a few things on people's product development roadmaps saying, you know, once you get this, let me know and I'll sign up and I'll switch from X. And, yeah. you know, so there's all sorts of things you can do nowadays to just kind of keep your wits about you with all the new stuff coming around. 
to stay on top of it basically yeah. and always keep an keep an open mind for for what may come because there's a good chance it will be coming and it'll be something different altogether for sure when can change be a bad thing is there such a thing as too much change too fast i was going to go back to the progression of technology we've gone from an unconnected world to a world that's completely connected at all times um perhaps there might be some negative implications with with that yeah i think um change is a bad thing when you know people technology gets ahead of the people and people don't understand the implications like facebook is a really good example right now where they put so much out there and people just used everything and you know clicked the allow button and didn't even know what it meant and you know your data gets out there and um you know, Google's actually really good at it when, when you say, oh, Google wants, you want to grant this application access to this data and it tells you, lays it out and uh, it's fairly straightforward. So people that aren't super technical savvy can understand it. Um, but I think it's really, now we're getting to the, the period in human existence where I think people need to take a really good uh, look and they need to learn and educate themselves so that they can be they can take responsibility for what data they're sharing, because these big companies can only make it so easy and point out what you're sharing mm-hmm. to such an extent, uh, and then it becomes your problem. You know, if you click that allow button, I mean, why would Google not allow you? Yeah, because uh, everything is connected and people want it and need it to be connected to be more productive and be more efficient. But you, people need to actually understand the implications. And it doesn't take much to do a little bit of research or ask some people, you know, hey, what, what do I need to be careful of? And, you know, I, I guess at the end of the day, the big companies really get the rap for it because mm-hmm. they are responsible and they are enabling it. Um, and I think they still need to do a good job at educating. Uh, and I think that's sort of been a shift in You've seen it with like back to the Facebook example. Yeah. You've seen a shift in that. Uh, you know, maybe it's just marketing, but <laughs> there's been a lot of things out there with Facebook saying, you know, uh, that clickbait title is not good, and we're doing what we can to to eliminate those things. They've restructured their whole branding and the way they advertise now. In fact, before you didn't even see ads for Facebook on television. Yeah. That was just a rel- It never happened. And now that they've they're kind of in a bit of hot water. Now they've, you know, turned around and said, okay, there's something beautiful here that could be, but just know that it takes, you know, elements of, of what we're doing here and then what you've got in front of you at the computer level, you know, for both, for this to work as a, as a, you know, a good thing both ways kind of. Yeah. I mean, it still blows me away when I see somebody, um, post like, oh, fill out this survey, uh, and you could win a WestJet gift card for a flight or like a vacation. I'm like, I've actually started just being cutthroat and unfriending those people Mm -hmm. because like they're just being irresponsible online. Like as a person, you need to actually be responsible and, and realize that they're just mining your data. Those apps, there's no free flight. No, there's no free random thing just waiting for you somewhere on the internet. I mean, like, come on, like, yeah. Yeah. Or like a little more here, (laughs) you know, take the survey to find out what, uh, what type of puppy you are like oh my gosh it, the, the buzzfeed surveys and all those different you know um websites out there i don't mean to give anyone a, a plug or anything but you know yeah but I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like on on one aspect it's like okay this is fun cool like time waster um, but on the other aspect like people are taking all that data and mining it yep. and selling it 
And then the bad guys are like, oh, people do those a lot. So how can we use that uh, to gather the info we need to steal their identity or figure out what their password is? Like, if you know most people's puppy name, you probably know a lot of people's passwords too. So That's a good point. People aren't usually too uh, complex when it comes to that because you want to have it something you can remember. Yeah. Something you can, if, if you're going to have a, a question or something along those lines, you want to have it nothing too complicated because, you know, how am I going to remember like XWZ, you know, uh, smiley face, money symbol, money symbol, whatever, you know, like, yeah. but it's, 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 it's very true that, you know, I never, I never really think about that, but now I think about how often myself or, or any of my family members will do these random you know, uh, surveys online and you're just having fun. Like what kind of, who, what, what friend are you from friends or whatever, you know, just yeah. some stupid, um, you know, archaic questionnaire, but here we are. And there's a me knowing in, from the marketing industry, I should know farewell that, and I do, you just don't think about it. You know, somebody set that up, although it may be fun for the person who's doing it, the data they're, imp- they're inputting on there is, is going somewhere and yeah. that's being used for someone else. You know, it's, it's like going to every store today and, they're, they're pretty blunt with you in the stores, you know, can I get your phone number or your email? They're not phone, getting your phone number or email to wish you a happy birthday. You know, no. they're getting it for your st- for statistical information so they can find out, you know, and sell you more stuff, right? So it's it's interesting, but, you know, we're, we're so quick to give it up in the real world. And then, I don't know, you know, sometimes I think there's a, maybe we're so quick to give it up online, but we we're, we're, when somebody asks us for it, you know, can I get your phone number or email? What's that for? Well, the, well, why don't we ask more online what are they asking it for you know that maybe we should start asking more questions there i don't know for sure and i mean you know people get all creeped out about ads like oh i searched for you know xyz blender yeah and then they're getting all these ads about that blender and they wonder why and they wonder why or you know you do one of those surveys and then all of a sudden your your amazon uh cart is full of oh you would like this uh friends dvd or yeah right no one ever puts it, but it's 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 really quite that simple. You yeah. know, it's just it's 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 been it's been linked. What advice would you give to someone who may be looking to make a change, uh, whether that's a new career or life changing events, but may be afraid to act on it? And I've coming from a whirlwind of different industries, I've seen people who, you know, they they want to make a change, but they're so settled in their position, and and again fear of 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 unknown of of what may come beyond that but what advice w- would you give to someone that might be in that boat um i think uh, there's a few things like it's it's really figuring out how you can mitigate the risk that's in every decision you make and really just following your passion so when i went off and quit my job and started my business it finally came down to like asking myself what's the worst that could happen i'll go get another job you know, and this was in 2011. And luckily, the downturn in Calgary actually came maybe two years after that. Luckily, it worked out because <laughs> there was no more jobs to find. Um, so you got to have faith. But uh, I think, you know, do your homework, figure out, okay, is this what I love doing? Because if you're passionate about it, there's probably a much higher success rate there. And then, you know, figure out what the worst case scenario is. And then, yeah, do your homework, figure out what you need to know, what are the important things that could set you up for success do as much pre-planning without uh you know stalling too much either you don't want uh, analysis paralysis obviously yeah. uh you want to actually make make a move um and yeah whether it's a job or picking a software um you know i think all those things kind of play a big part uh and 
yeah, it's pretty simple. I think a lot of people uh, just overcomplicate it. I think they they think too much and they worry too much. Um, whereas you know we're we're living in a pretty great country. Canada's got a ton of opportunity, a great time right now. You know, and I think even with the downturn in Alberta, like a lot of entrepreneurs are created uh, out of necessity. Yeah. And I'm sure if you did a survey and you went around and said, hey, was this your plan? The answer would probably be no. And then the second question I would say is like, well, how's it going? I'm sure the answer would be great. And I'm sure they have, uh, you know, if they're making, maybe they're making less money still. I'm sure they're a lot happier. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they've, you know, they found something that gives them purpose. Um, and I think that's that's a big thing with companies these days, just being at a company that uh, you can feel like you get back and you you create you're creating something and you have a purpose there. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's the bottom line. You just want to have a purpose and you want to have a reason and you know, kind of almost like a, a justification for maybe not for yourself, but well, I guess for yourself, yeah, for for what for what you're doing in life. And at the at the end of the day, it comes down to are you happy in what you're doing? And I know that can you you might be in a position where you've got, you know, dependence or, you know, there's there's circumstances that, you know, are are stopping you or or you think perhaps stopping you from from changing or whatever, but if you're not happy with what you're doing, make a change. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's 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 as as maybe as cliche as that sounds and it might be more simple, it might be easier to say it than do it, but change is possible. Nothing is set in stone. Um, our previous guests had, had said this, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're writing your own future as you go. So there's nothing to say that by not doing one thing or doing another thing, I mean, there's no way to predict where the stones will fall as basically the, the bottom line to that. I've just got one more question for you here, Sean. Um, I've got a, another, another quote from another article. Um, it's called 10 ways to embrace change. Um, published on realsimple.com, the author explains that uh, when a big change occurs in our life, our first reaction is to figure out what to do. But more often than not, we should in fact do nothing and instead spend more time thinking about specifically what we actually want to do, more so than what we think we should do. The point of it being we often, we're often so quick to jump the gun in life. And you were talking about that, um, uh, the paralysis, the Analysis, the, analysis paralysis. Paralysis. I don't know how yeah. I couldn't think of that. It's just, it's too, it's too good. I just, um, so, but it's, it's true. You know, you, you, you might, you just get overwhelmed with, with, with thoughts. Everything just comes barreling in at once and there's no way to stop it. And you just, you start thinking, you know, what if you, you just, you get into that, that state, that mindset. And I just kind of wanted to know, maybe, you know, you, you kind of already touched on it earlier. Um, but just the idea of, of instead of just maybe maybe taking some time to just sit back and, and think more, you know, instead of just jumping the gun and saying, okay, I got, I got, uh, I've got a week or I've got two weeks or whatever it is. I just, I just, I left my job. I've now got two weeks to find something else. Or, you know, there's this job opportunity here. Do I want to apply for it? What do I do? Do I, should I just jump on? I mean, a lot of people just kind of jump the gun. They just want that instant gratification because that's the world we've been set up in now, right? So it's just, what are your thoughts on that? I think people don't spend enough time planning and like just looking at like, you know, even down to the micro, like what's my schedule look like tomorrow? I'll often ask myself, like I'll go through my calendar. Uh, usually I'll look at the next week and couple days in more detail. And I'll say like, does that look like a good day? Like, is that what I want to be doing? Yeah. And a lot of like, sometimes I've actually said like, I don't want to do that. 
and I'll delegate it or I'll cancel it or I'll move it. Maybe it's a timing thing. It's really just taking that time and it's not a lot of time. Maybe that might take me three minutes on a Sunday, a couple minutes during the week. But a lot of people just go through the steps and they, you know, every week's the same, uh, go to work, go get groceries, go home, cook dinner, take care of the kids. But it's really kind of stepping back and consciously taking that time to say like, is this a good day? Is this what I want to do? Is this, is this what will make me happy? Mm-hmm. Without like all the, oh, I, I have, this is the next step because that's how everybody does it. Or like, this is, you know, the social norm or there's a lot that comes into play. Right. So I think, you know, I, I do, I'm in a part of a few groups that we meet every month. Uh, we meet quarterly even with my team internally, we meet uh, weekly and quarterly and, and yearly. And we really just take the time to say, like, what are what do we like doing? What are we don't like doing? Uh, what do we need to change? Um, what's good? What's bad? What's ugly? <laughs> and uh, and I find just, like, simplifying is really, uh, really helpful. Yeah. If you can take everything you do and simplify it down to, okay, this is why I'm doing that. Uh, and like, yeah, that looks like an awesome day, whether it's a Monday or a Friday, that looks like a great day. And if you can just cognizantly do that every week, do it very often and just take that quick time, I think you get out of that rut and you get out of the normal, you know, just putting along, Mm -hmm. doing the same old, same old. Taking a broader view of things and kind of looking at the overall of saying, well, where is this all going and am I happy doing it? For sure. And uh, if, if for whatever reason that you're not and you find there is a, uh, a spike in there, or, you know, something that doesn't fit, maybe focus on that and try and change that and go yeah. from there. Yeah, exactly. And, and don't try to change it all at once. No. And that's, that's a big part of it too, you know, and that again, with that, that overwhelming aspect of, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. I know it's cliche to say, but it's true, right? And, and it can't get, you know, the same goes across all facets of life you don't have to have everything figured out today or tomorrow or or even next year you know albeit a year is a good amount of time to 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 go but you know what i'm saying basically it doesn't all have to be done today you know you do have time time is on your side but just be cognizant of the fact that you know change will happen regardless of of how you spin it um and perhaps it's just better to kind of maybe take those changes head on if you can um and if not just do what you can after the fact kind of thing. Yeah, I think a lot of people get afraid of making a decision sometimes. Um, and the problem is, like, if you trust your gut and just go with what you think is the right decision, if it's good or bad, doesn't matter. Yeah. The other thing that you sh- should realize is, like, it's going to change again. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever true. decision you're figuring out right now, yeah, you might figure that one out, but there's going to be something else that comes up. Yeah. And you're going to have to sort through. So... Change is a constant. Yep. Awesome. Well, I uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat with us, Sean. I usually tell uh, our listeners if they want to connect with any of our guests, um, the best way to do that with you would be, would it be just maybe going to your website and, and finding you guys at, at TWT? Yeah, uh, website's twtgroup.ca. Uh, you can look me up on LinkedIn, Sean Freeman. Perfect. Awesome, Sean. Well, thanks for uh, for joining us here on the Workplace of All podcast. It was uh, great chatting with you and uh, finding out, uh, you know, a little bit more about you Thank and you uh, how you uh, how you embrace the change. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Take care.